We have a rather short gospel reading this morning, only four verses actually, and uh, it's one that's packed with meaning though. You know, Jesus in only these few words is able to say a lot to us and it's very meaningful for us. And so I think uh, something that'll be helpful is just a little bit of context here. So this is chapter five of the Gospel of Matthew. Um, It's verses 13 through 16. And so chapter five is actually where the Sermon on the Mount starts, that famous sermon of Jesus Christ in which he's teaching his disciples. So it starts at the very beginning of chapter five with the Beatitudes, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of God, blessed are those who mourn, they will be comforted, so on. And then right after that, starting at verse 13, Jesus says, you're the salt of the earth, you're the light of the world. And then for like two and a half more chapters, Jesus goes on to teach them many things. And he goes on to tell them how he wants to live. All right, so first Jesus says, blessed are you who do these things. Happy are you, holy are you who do these things. And then he says, you're the salt of the earth, you're the light of the world. And he says this to encourage them, to bring them into his mission. When he says you're the light of the world, he says your light must shine before others so that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly father. Jesus' whole mission is to glorify the heavenly father. And so when he invites his disciples into that, that's not a small deal. He's saying, you guys are with me. You guys are ready. You guys have the gifts to glorify God. And then he teaches them for two and a half more chapters about how to go out and do that. But this is a very encouraging gospel passage for us, brothers and sisters. Jesus doesn't say, you know what, maybe someday you'll be the salt of the earth. Or like, if you try really hard, then maybe you can be the light of the world. No, he says, you're with me now. I've given you the gifts that you need. Use them to glorify the heavenly father. So that's a beautiful thing. We actually get to participate in the work of Jesus Christ. Jesus calls us to that, and that's beautiful. Um, But what I want to do in this homily today is just go over some ways that we might fail at doing that. You know, some pitfalls that would be ahead of us as we try to fulfill this command of Jesus Christ. Because it's good to know those things so that we can try our best to avoid them. Um, So I have three ways that came to me as I was praying about this passage that we might fail at living this out. And the first way would be simply to use our gifts for our own glory rather than the glory of God the Father. Or putting our gifts at the service of ourselves rather than at the service of the gospel. And this can happen from time to time. You know, if we realize that we're good at something and we start to really develop that gift, It's easy to slide into that place where we start to think, man, I'm pretty good, aren't I? You know, we start to forget that we have been created. Everything that we have has been given to us. You know, we're not the source of our gifts. We're not the source of our talents. They've been given to us by God for a certain purpose, and that's to build up the heavenly kingdom. So that's important to keep watch for in our lives. And if we see it happening, the antidote to it is simply to be thankful. To remember to thank God for the things that we're good at. Thank God for the talents that you've been given. And it's in that way that you keep the right perspective and you keep your mind only fixed on serving Jesus Christ. Another way that we might fail at being the light of the world um, 
is simply by being lukewarm. And what I mean is, you know, we've been given these gifts and these talents and these ways to glorify God, but sometimes we get to that place where we simply say, I'm good enough, right? You know, I'm a pretty good person. I mostly follow the commandments. I mostly go to Mass. That's pretty good, right? But that's not where Jesus wants us. And he says, if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It's only good to be thrown out and trampled underfoot at that point. We don't want to get to that place where we're salt that has lost its taste. Rather, we want to be on fire with love for Jesus Christ. We want to have full zeal for the mission of the gospel. We want to be in that place where we're willing to do anything each and every day at the service of Jesus Christ. And if we've lost that in our lives, okay, we recognize it, we stop, but then we go to Jesus. And we invite him in and we ask for those things and say, Lord, I'm in a place of lukewarmness right now. Please fire me up. Please give me a, a, a boost. Give me a new start. Help me get to that place where I'm full of zeal for the gospel message. And the Lord will come to you. He will help you and he'll get you to that place where you're willing to go out and put your gifts at the service of your neighbors and at the service of the heavenly kingdom. And then the third way I think that we can uh, fail sometimes at being the lights of the world is simply by spending too much time focusing on the gifts of other people. And this is a big one. You know, it's very easy to start to only look at the things that you don't have. And you see other people who can do awesome things, who are building up the kingdom of God, and you say, man, I wish I could do that. I wish I had that gift. God, why didn't you give me that gift? Lord, why can't I be like that other person? That's a bad place to be because Jesus doesn't want us to be somebody else to build up the kingdom. Jesus wants us to be fully who he has made us to be, to use the gifts he's given us, to recognize those things and say, yes, Lord, whatever it is that you've given me, I'm going to give back to you. I'm going to give it to you fully so that you can build up your kingdom through me. I'm going to surrender to you. And then it's when you can do that, that you're in a good place and you can be a, an instrument for Jesus Christ. And so if you find yourself in that place where you're focusing too much on the skills or the talents of other people, simply go to Jesus and ask for the strength to be proactive about recognizing your own gifts and using those gifts, whatever they might be. Don't simply sit back and wait for situations to do it. Go out and find situations to use that gift and to glorify Jesus Christ. Again, brothers and sisters, these should be very, very encouraging words to us. Jesus Christ invites us to participate in his mission. He is the light of the world, and he wants us to participate in that light. And I'm reminded of the very first passage of the Gospel of John. It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. 
Brothers and sisters, if we're participating in the light of Jesus Christ, the darkness cannot overcome us. If we're participating in the mission of Jesus Christ to glorify God the Father and to spread the gospel, evil cannot touch you. Evil has no power over you. Darkness cannot overcome the light. But we have to choose to participate in it. We have to choose to give Jesus our gifts. We have to choose to invite him into our lives and let him be the one to use us to build up his kingdom. Because when we do that, we're with him totally and our works are going to proclaim the goodness of God the Father and bring other people around us closer to Jesus Christ as well. So let's not be afraid to give everything over to Jesus Christ. Don't be afraid to recognize your gifts and then use them at the the service of the gospel and for the glory of God the Father. Don't be afraid to let Jesus in. Don't be afraid to glorify Jesus Christ in all that you say and do.